This is Secrets to Win Big, your roadmap to sustained growth. Brought to you by Arjun Sen, founder and CEO of Zen Mango, top brand growth driver and a former Fortune 500 executive who has been called one of the most marketing intelligent minds in the business. Find him at zenmango.com. And now, here's your host, Arjun Sen. Welcome to Secrets to Win Big with Arjun Sen. Hi, this is Arjun. I'm very excited about this particular episode because I get to share a very cool insight that I really think is the coolest end piece that we all need to focus on in the journey to win big. We started with see beyond, see what others do not see, then wow one more, where you focus on one customer, one client at a time and wowing them. But at the end, it all comes down to make ideas bigger. I was returning with the CEO of Boston Market, and we were in his private jet. I was very lucky. But it was a tough flight back because we flew, three of us flew out, and two of us were flying back because the president of the company was fired after the presentation. So when I asked Scott Beck during the flight back, Scott, may I ask you, why was it important to fire our president on the way back that he flew commercial? Scott put his glasses down, looked at me and said, Arjun, every idea is not a plan. Every plan is not useful till you implement flawlessly. I realized that day that our president was all about ideas, but he didn't create roadmaps. Over the years, what I realized, taking ideas implementation alone is not good enough, big enough to win big. Because the world does not need another idea, another idea. It needs big ideas. And that's the part where pausing to make ideas bigger is very important because bigger ideas pay exponentially more. I just started consulting and a burrito company came to me and they offered me my first project where they paid me $2,000 to create 22 sales analysis graphs. When they asked me, can you create graphs? Oh, I was ready to impress them by saying, oh, I make the best Excel graphs of this planet because I needed that $2,000. I created those 22 graphs. And just before I shared back, I paused and tried to see what others may not see. I saw that every graph had the same seasonality, underlying seasonality. This burrito place later on you know, became Chipotle. The seasonality started beginning of May, that was the high, and it went till September, and then it dropped. As I started going through, I just did this empirical math that if the seasonality could be extended on both sides by one week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, what happens? And very soon I realized if I could expand it both sides by four weeks each, total of eight weeks of high additional results in close to a billion dollars of incremental sales for every 34 months, $1 billion. So when I shared the graphs with founder Steve Ells and the head of marketing, Dan Fogarty, I just shared with them the graphs. It took them a few seconds. They are very smart people. And then when they were ready, I said, guys, do you have another five minutes? Because I can show you how to make an additional billion dollars every 34 months. Of course, they said, we have an hour. So I showed him that whole concept of how to expand 
And they said, it's brilliant. I said, wait, wait, don't say Arjun is brilliant yet till I tell you the end of the story. I said, now that we know there's an opportunity, let's make the idea even bigger. What can we do in October where every year we don't have to run a marketing campaign and force people to come out of their comfort zone and eat at Chipotle? Can we do something natural where we own? So it becomes like an ongoing perpetual cash that comes to us without any marketing effort. For that, we need to see what happens end of October, Halloween. Can we own Halloween? In the part of the discussion, we came up with, if you as a customer wear any kind of aluminum foil, you get a free burrito. It worked like magic. I'll give you an example. Initially, my daughter would go to a Chipotle wearing a aluminum cast as if her hand is broken with a sling. And then she got even braver by wearing a two-piece bikini made out of foil, but she wore it on top of her clothes. That was very strict. And she got her free burrito. What was cool for the business was when she went for the free burrito, there would be five to six more friends who went with her, paid full price. Think, a group of six buying six burritos at full price, that's obscene. That too at a low seasonality. And then they took my daughter Raka's pictures and put it on Instagram and other social media. Priceless media, viral, word of mouth. On the other side, we did a tax day promotion, which was somewhat successful, not that much, but still moved the business. Years later, when I talked to Steve Wells, Steve Wells says, Arjun, there were two things wrong you did that day. I'm all about listening and getting better. He said, one, you gave me the billion dollar idea for free. I'm like, wow, bad Arjun. And he said, secondly, you lied. It wasn't 34 months. It was 31 months. I'm like, ah, next time I'll be more truthful still. But it was a big idea. A billion dollar incremental sales happens just by staring at a graph and seeing what the graph could look like instead of what the graph looks like today. So as you get into the journey, the first and the most important thing to make ideas bigger is to pause and take time. We put this unnecessary pressure on ourselves. The moment we have an idea, we just need to launch it. No, pause. Making an idea bigger is easy. Just have to ask questions. What if, what, why not? All these different things. Second, you know, I'm going to quote Blaine Hurst, the former president, CEO, chairman of president and chairman for Papa John's and then chairman and CEO of Panera, who always wanted to create a culture of dissatisfaction. He felt it's a shared journey where every person is responsible for being dissatisfied to make ideas bigger. What I learned was having just an innovation department worrying about innovation doesn't work. Every person needs to have that DNA of dissatisfaction and innovation and constant improvement and getting ideas bigger in them. Because that's the way not only you build new ideas, but just like the Boston market president, he stopped at building new ideas. But this way, everybody is planning new ideas, implementing new ideas, making them bigger. Otherwise, you get fired. I learned that early. It's also very important to connect to the purpose. Making ideas bigger cannot be random. At Zen Mango, if we started focusing on how to make these plants behind me taller, greener, I really have to connect to why should Zen Mango work on that? Because otherwise, randomness, if it comes into making ideas bigger, it's tough to stay excited because it, at the end, we all need to feel good about what we are doing. And for that, having a clear idea of the finish line is very important. And every person in the team must see that. And then 
just like we talked about CBR and wow one more, none of these are one-time journeys. These are never-ending journeys. In case of making ideas bigger, it's very important also to create ideas which don't have, don't have dead ends. Find, keep a door or a window open through which you can expand the idea in future. Because as you live the idea, you'll see ways to make it even bigger. And that's the part where the rewards are. I was working with a school, a private school in Denver, Aspen Academy. I was blown away by their amazing focus on children, on how to help kids be innovators, entrepreneurs. And then my daughter, Chitra, and myself, we pretended that we have a five-year-old, attended one of their open house. And to be honest, I really felt that their two-hour presentation was very boring. I felt the two-hour presentation did not do justice. And that's the part where I approached the founder, Christina Scala, and I said, I need to help you find a story. Because what you're doing is big, but the idea is bigger. And telling every person and making every person feel, a potential parent feel what you can create is very important. So I interviewed her, her husband, her you know, family members, and finally we came up with four life stories. At the end, enrollment is up from 74% to nearly 96%, and now they have a new business taking Aspen Academy's core principles and is profitably creating successful way of bringing that idea to other schools worldwide. Here is the four-line story, drum rolls. Christina Scala used to work for a national school board producing conforming children triangular circular square. Sentence two, Christina quit because she felt she was destined to do something bigger. Sentence three, she was looking at this beautiful Colorado sunset and then she realized that those aspen trees have leaves that oscillate at its own frequency, but all aspen trees are connected with the common root. Sentence four, that's my school, Aspen Academy. Where every child is connected to common roots, better, cooler, caring family members, sensitive, great community leaders, great leaders of the world, but each child gets the opportunity to be the best they can be in the field they want to be. Christian Scala. If I'm in Denver on a, any Monday, first Monday of the month when there's an open house, I'm in the school, I get a chance to say the story sometimes to introduce Christina. But it's so much fun to see parents leave doing this hand gesture of connected at the roots and this. That's every parent's dream. And creating like a Nike-like icon that parents are writing and taking down, sorry, not writing, taking down and doing it themselves with their hands means the message landed in their heart. And that's the part where I want to digress a lot and connect back to my undergrad as aerospace engineer. When people ask me today, Arjun, what is an aerospace engineer doing in this field of branding and marketing? I tell them, guys, there's a connection. Every plane every day doesn't have to take off, but when a plane takes off, it must land safely, which means in the world of communication, there's every possible message that's in your mind. You don't have to say everything. But any message you deliver must land in the heart of your customers, clients, target every time and make them feel good because we are all in the feeling business. I want to go back to the early part of my career at Papa John's. I talked a little bit about Blaine Hurst earlier. So at Papa John's, the year was 1997. Yes, for some of you, you may be surprised to think or know that those days use these landlines, phones 
connected to the wall to place pizza order. We realized that over the weekend, it took close to 45 minutes to place an order. And during that time, the customer felt totally out of control, helpless, because if the customer got disconnected, they were at the back of the line. Another 30 minutes, 45 minutes, obscene amount of time wasted. As the other pizza brands were working on creating a 1-800 number, which brought the you know, weight down by 10%, which means 45 minutes to 41 minutes, and I thought it's big, no big deal, or to hire Garth Brooks or some other super country star, you know, good for them, to create an on-hold tape. And those days we had tape cassettes. I asked myself, do I call a pizza restaurant to listen to bad music being played over and over again? No. At Papa John's, I walked into a board meeting with a simple transparency. Those days we put transparencies on a transparency projector. And it really had a tiny person hand-drawn stick figure, which I drew as the customer, and a big person on top overarching, which is the order taker. And I went in and presented this over and over again by saying, in any business, doesn't matter whether it's pizza ordering, any business, you cannot sustain long-term by making the customer think tiny, helpless, powerless, and not in control. Rich Sherman, one of the board members, brilliant mind, walked up and took another transparency and drew what it should be. The customer should be powerful. And the team member should be serving tiny. At Papa John's, all of us got it. We realized it was not an incremental solution. It was a bigger idea that was did not exist anywhere. We being the smaller of the big three, we chose to invest in the first ever online ordering when the others were doing marginal solution. The others were creating big ideas. We were creating the bigger idea. And the power of that is today, Papa John's online is a billion dollars a year revenue. B with a B, billion, sorry, billion with a B. And it has sustained. And it's ironic, the examples I gave you about Chipotle and Papa John's, they're both connected by the same number, billion dollars. And Aspen Academy is on the path to get there. So it's all about making ideas bigger. And the cool fun part is, this is the easiest part. If you pause, take time, create a culture of dissatisfaction and realize making an idea bigger is an ongoing journey because the idea is already in front of you. All you have to do is just put a lamp on top of it and just drill the idea. Keep asking, what can you do to get bigger, better? Why not? Why if? What is? Like asking any question makes an idea bigger. You don't need too much resources, but pausing and creating the culture of dissatisfaction, knowing you will create something bigger. And finally, keep doing it every day, puts you in that mindset. And you'll be path on the path to the next big, with a B, billion dollar win. It happens every time. This is truly a pleasure to share making ideas bigger, the secret to win big with you. I'm looking forward to bringing another conversation with an incredible leader from another part of the world, another walk of life very soon. Till then, stay safe and happy listening. You've been listening to Secrets to Win Big with Arjun Sen, founder and CEO of Zen Mango, top brand growth driver and a former Fortune 500 executive who has been called one of the most marketing intelligent minds in the business. To learn more, visit www.zenmango.com. Share this podcast with your friends and subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts. 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>